You know there's a way for nurses to start a business, but there's so many moving pieces. Cut through the crap. It's time to go right to the source and get real about what's working in business and marketing for nurses with your host, the founder of Nursepreneurs, Katie Harris. Hi, it's Katie Harris, and this is an episode of the Nursepreneur Podcast. Today we have Jenny Johnson, who is one of the co-owners of Heart of Gold Nursing, uh, which is a concierge nurse service. Jenny, thanks so much for being on the podcast with us today. Thanks for having me. So Jenny, why don't you give us a little bit of the background of you, like what kind of nurse, um, how did you get into nursing, what kind of nurse are you, uh, and we'll, we'll take it from there. Well, I'm one of the lucky ones that always knew what I wanted to do. I always knew I wanted to be a nurse uh, from the time I was in fifth grade and dissected a cow's eyeball. And that's the 100% truth. That's gross. Um, fast forward to my call. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, I just have always loved anatomy and science and things like that. But I graduated college, uh, you know, became a nurse and started in intensive care. I knew I wanted to be in critical care. I did trauma ICU for about 16 years. Um, also dabbled in things like hospice, case management, um, infusions, et cetera, during that 16 year period, uh, but became really disgruntled with how things were running. I did not really enjoy going to work those last couple years in critical care. And I did things like leadership roles. Uh, I did relief clinical manager. They had me on the rapid response team but I resented them putting me in those roles because it meant I had to deal with some of the politics of the hospital. And a funny thing happened in 2016. It's not so funny, but it's funny how it led me to where I am today is my daughter became extremely sick and it forced me to take a year off and get her better. In that time, uh, I just had pure peace about, I knew I was not gonna go back when the time came. So one year later, time to either find a new career path or go back to the hospital. And I was so grateful that I chose to not go back, but it let me, it left me wondering where, where was I going to go? So I just signed on with an infusion agency doing home care infusions. And what I really found uh, that I loved is I was creating my own hours. Yes, I was given orders by the doctor where I had to go um, and what I had to give, but I still got to make my own hours with the, the patients. So I was doing that for a while, and then I also did sign on with a local concierge company, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I that um, I got to have relationships with the patients, get to know them, and I was not having to deal with the politics of uh, corporate America. And come 2019, we had the idea, my husband and I, that we could actually pull this off ourselves. That brings me back to the year that my daughter got sick. Um, I figured out what was wrong with her and it was an intense four months, uh, but not, no doctor figured it out, I did. And it's what led her to getting better. And I just said, if I can pour the passion into a business the way I did into getting her better and solving what was wrong with her, I can certainly start a business. And that's actually how it all launched. If she had never gotten sick, if I had never taken that year off, I would have never realized I had the ability to become a, a business owner, an entrepreneur. So how did you know what type of business you wanted to start? 
Well, we chose uh, post-operative care um, to start, although we have added in new services, um, because we knew one, uh, we are in Southern California, uh, we knew that there was a niche for that. I had already done some of that. And we knew that there were several plastic surgery offices in our area. I think there's about 15 that we marketed to. Orthopedics is big out here. Um, elderly care is really big out here. So we knew that we had a niche in that market. So that's how we started with that. And then we do have, um, we added in like a la carte services too, where we could go do uh, procedures in the home, anything that's safe, of course, with an order, um, like IV therapy, uh, wound care, injections. So that's kind of how we launched. Um, so how did you know like the difference between, or maybe you can explain the difference between uh, concierge nursing and let's say private duty or home care nursing? Well, concierge nursing essentially is just a nurse, registered nurse or a licensed vocational nurse, although my company's only registered nurses, where we go into the home and a family pays us privately, even they, they are insured. They all have insurance. Some of them have concierge doctors, some of them don't, but they have the means to be able to uh, pay for a nurse to come in. They don't want to have to deal with going to clinics, like to have their wound checked. They don't want to have to deal with sitting in an infusion clinic, getting their IV therapies that are ordered for, let's say, let's say they have two weeks worth of antibiotic therapy. So they know um, they can just have me or my team come in, in the safety of their home and not have to deal with the politics of insurance. Um, so that's where the concierge nurse piece comes in. And they also like having a relationship with the same person. You know, we get to know them. Um, it's in their private setting, and they thoroughly enjoy that component as well. Uh, okay, so is it possible that a family could even have home care and concierge nursing at the same time, or do they usually pick one or the other? No, no, definitely. We have a case right now where they have in-home services, um, and then they have us going in and doing a straight cap procedure. So they have, you know, private paid caregivers where they're just taking care of the day-to-day -day duties and then we will come in and do the procedure piece. Uh, and how do you get these cases? Well, we market to doctor's offices uh, for the, the plastic surgery cases. Um, we will go into their, either go into their clinic and stay overnight with the higher risk cases like the facelifts and the tummy tucks and the mommy makeovers. Um, we also market heavily to concierge doctors. I get several of those. Um, one of the interesting things about COVID is I was not going to be doing COVID testing. In fact, I felt a little bad making money off of doing COVID testing, um, but it's actually helping people. Uh, I started calling around doctor's offices and just saying, do you do COVID testing? One out of 15 offices actually did do the testing and that specific doctor only did it if you were symptomatic. So I let them know that we were offering that piece and I can't tell you how many calls, every day I get a call for a COVID test um, of some sort, but at the same time, it allows me the opportunity to give out my rat cards when I go to the client's home. And I've received additional uh, services from these clients that I did a COVID test on for let's say an injection um, or actually for wound care. Um, and then now it's just word of mouth as well. So um, we have officially been in business for four months and my phone rings every day. Doesn't mean it always converts to a sale, but people inquiring, word of mouth, asking about what we do. 
Uh, yeah, so that's interesting because I've, I've had people ask, you know, and say maybe it's not the right time to start a business with COVID and what's going on with COVID, but it sounds like um, COVID hasn't affected your business. And you started in the middle of COVID, right? It actually, right. And I had that same fear as well. And I, I will say that we were probably a little slower to launch because that mindset was blocking me. I found that I just got on the phone with them and talked to the front office. That's really who you know, they field all the phone calls. Um, I really have not gone into many doctor's offices as far as like bringing them lunch and talking about my company and doing some sort of official presentation. It's been mostly through the phone I call ahead of time. Um, and then if they're interested in our services, they will allow me to bring in my rec cards and my business cards. But that's probably been the extent. I've done no formal going in and spending 30 minutes to an hour with the team. That's a, I feel like that's asking an awful lot of the team like to entertain you for 30 minutes to an hour. I mean, I feel like if I were in an office, I probably wouldn't want to do that. I mean, unless you brought a really nice lunch, but still, <laughs> you know, it seems nicer <laughs> no, that, I, I agree. Yeah. that you could get the information out without I, having to spend an hour explaining. Right. I agree with that. And when we first started, because I'd never been an entrepreneur, I had that mindset that that's kind of what you were supposed to do. And I think that's also why I thought during COVID, oh my gosh, are we going to get clients? Can we get clients? And you're absolutely right. They probably appreciate the more quick <laughs> wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Here's what we do versus a, you know, an hour drawn out presentation. Um, so what about like, so I, yeah, I do have um, several nurses that are looking to start concierge nurse businesses and stuff. And, you know, I think, um, you know, they go to an office once and if they don't get a response right away, like they get discouraged. So what is kind of your like feeling and in, in how you build relationships uh, with these offices and who in the office that you're building relationships with? So you absolutely cannot and should not give up after one no. You're going to get many no's or we'll call you later, but you would be surprised at how it all comes full circle. Building relationships, that's been another huge thing that I've learned. I have, um, co I cold called a nurse in our area because I would like to bring in care management into my practice. And that is essentially being the hired son or daughter for a family, um, for aging parents. And I act on their behalf. So I cold called one of the nurses in um, my community who does that. And she said, funny you call me, I'm about to retire. I would really be interested in handing you over my business. She has 20 clients, all from that one cold call. But, uh, so she and I have now been developing a relationship and she's been showing me a little bit of the ropes with care management. But um, I have a six month case that I received all from her. She gets calls once in a while asking if she does like procedures and uh, things like that, but she, she does not. So she called me up and said, would you be interested in doing this? And gave me the phone number of this family who needed this type of care. They, they come to our area for six months of the year. And if I had never just cold called this other nurse and I will, I was a little nervous to do it. I didn't want to appear as a competitor or appear as I was trying to take her business. I was just inquiring and how it all unfolds. And then she ended up connecting me with another care manager in this Valley who is near retirement, the end of next year, who I will also uh, be taking over her practice. And uh, that one is already sealed and we have a contract set up in a payment system, but it's just, you just got to keep calling and networking. We got a call also last week from a medical supply company. Um, we went in last week, just took them lunch. And I was just looking over 
with some of the supplies they had in their store. So I knew I could just educate myself about, um, you know, some of the products out there for either post-op clients or aging clients. And then I got a call last Thursday from a daughter of one of their clients that they have set up care for, you know, like shower rails and things like that, who needed services. So it all comes full circle. I mean, I never thought I would get a referral from a medical supply store. I just happened to go in there and gave them my rec cards. So um, just interesting how it all comes about. You just got to get out there. I'm a mom. I'm a mom first. I'm not hitting the ground hours every single day, but I do take advantage of opportunities to talk to people about what I do. And I think that's made a big difference. I think that makes a huge difference because uh, it is one thing that we talk about uh, when I do a lot of our calls, trying to direct nurses in the right direction and stuff. And I'm like, you know, most, uh, I mean, putting the business together itself is a one-time deal. It's like you put the business together, it's pain in the butt, but you do it and hopefully you have somebody to just show you how to put the business together. And then the rest of it is the ability to develop these relationships. And if you don't know the right people, how willing are you to get in front of the right people? Because um, that will, I mean, it really does come down to who you know, or who you're willing to get to know. Um, and because, you know, certainly other people have an advantage if, let's say, they're their dad owns a medical supply company, but I mean, you still have access to go into these places and just introduce yourself and get to know. And I think some nurses have trouble with that cold calling, and I'm not sure if it's because um, if they, I mean, maybe you could talk about that a little bit, like what is kind of like the mindset issue between cold calling, like what makes you nervous about it? Um because I've never done it before. And you, you know, you are vulnerable. You know, I, when we started this company for 16 years of my career, I was told what to do, when to show up, what kind of patient I was getting, you know, I was in service on equipment, um, you know, had other peers to talk to about the drugs and the rates and the dosages, et cetera. Right. But starting a business, it's like a big blank space and it's scary as heck. And I still get scared and I still feel like I'm standing there naked in a room sometimes when I'm discussing what the, what we can provide and what we can do for the client, especially if it's something new, you know, like the care management, for example. Um, but even though I've taken care of those type of patients for years, um, and it's way easier than resuscitating a bleeding to death trauma, <laughs> but I feel so vulnerable. But at the same time, I, I know I'm capable of doing it and I know I have a lot to offer. And I think that if you just you know, take a deep breath before you make that call. And the worst they're going to say is no, or we're not interested at this time. And, and over time too, my pitch has gotten much more refined and it rolled off the tongue. I mean, you're never going to get better unless you just do it. And frankly, I almost think it's easier to cold call on the phone because they don't, they can't see your nervousness or your jitters if, if this is something that's new to you. And that's the other thing that I'm like, they don't even know what I look like, or they don't even know that I'm, you know, rocking back and forth in a chair because I'm nervous. Although I don't get, get that as much now, but it is true, you know? Um, so when we first started, I just went with, well, I'll take the COVID for example. And this, there is some truth to this, but I, when I called the doctor's offices and said, you know, I've been getting calls. I own a nursing agency. I've been getting calls uh, from businesses that they are looking in surveillance for surveillance testing for their, um, their staff, which was true because it was only one company that actually had called me about this. It was a landscaping company, but I got the idea in my head is this is a way I, actually, I could actually help the community. 
And, but it only been one call I had gotten. It wasn't like I'm getting flooded with calls for this. Well, that's what gave me the idea to just start calling doctor's offices and see if this is a need in the community. And because I called 15, you know, I made sure I'd called plenty. It led me to the answer is this is a need in the community. I have AAA calling me now, the travel agents at AAA, because um, people want to travel and especially for international travel. Um, for surgery surveillance, I've done several of those. And the other main player that I'm getting is if a patient needs to go into a nursing facility because they have to have clearance. So, but at the same time, like I said, is I will let them know what else, what other services we do. So, um, that is launched, like I said, it launches like my a la carte items, for example. Oh, you do injections? You know, oh my gosh, I'm, I, I need the shot done or I need my Lovenox injections. And it's, it's neat how it just all intertwines at some point. But if you're not willing to make the calls, you're not going to really get to expose yourself. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that we encourage our nurses to do is just create a list of like 50 places that you're going to spend your time building relationships with those 50 people and that kind of reduces that angst of like i need to touch base with the next 1000 people and, and the, you don't you know just pick like 50 doctors or 50 uh, just a mix of people so maybe you're calling 10 doctor offices and um, all these other various places and touching base with them and just letting people know what it is that you do and uh, You know just to get your name out there. I think being able to Say the words out loud is a huge step for a lot of people as well like, you know, I have a business because there's there's a mindset that you have to overcome just to say, I have a business, you know, like even if you, especially if you don't have clients, like if you don't have clients yet, you might be like, Oh, I kind of have like this thing I do on the side. And you know, that kind of comes across. And I think when you do something like what you did, I, that, I think that's great. You know, somebody called you and then you use social proof to um, lead the way, lead the conversation. Um, and, you know, it wasn't just kind of calling up and, you saying, can you give me something? It's you calling up and saying, hey, do you have this problem? Because we've heard this is a problem. And I think that's a much more powerful way to go about it. Absolutely. And there's one concierge doctor. Um, they are so grateful that they can reach out to me. They've, they've sent me so many referrals. And um, I think it's fantastic. It, it, we've had, they, they, their clients or their patients obviously pay him for him to be able to see them and make house calls, but we're now being used as almost like his gateway, you know, or his, his staff. I mean, they the client pays us of course, but going into the home where, cause these, some of them don't want to leave their home um, to be able to go to his office to receive services. So, you know, I'll obviously get the order from him and the client pays me privately, but um, it's been a, a gift to them. You know, if I would have never made that call, I would have, you know, they wouldn't have us to be able to rely on and um, it's, the clients are super happy, so. Yeah, I think if you never made the call, you'd be sitting around thinking, wow, this concierge nursing stuff doesn't work. There's no market out there, <laughs> you know? Well, so, I wanna touch too where you said you have, you know, call, call 50 doctor's offices, um, where that is also so helpful. It's not just presenting what you could possibly offer. You will also learn what the need is out there because I've networked with other nurses who are interested in starting a concierge practice, um, you know, and they're all over the country. The thing is, is the need in my area might not be the need in your area. You know what I mean? But the only way you're going to know is if you call and 
all you all you have to do is talk to the front office staff like what kind of calls do you get how could i be of service to your practice you know how can we network together um and that's that's gold right there so do you market to the general public do you do you market to like um I guess people before they have surgery or is that not the best use of your time? I feel the best piece of my time is marketing directly to the office. Um, so as far as the surgery clients, it's mostly orthopedics and plastic surgery in my area. And then also uh, concierge doctors, because typically those clients already are paying cash for certain services and have the means to pay. So we will market to, to those. And so, but you're also in Southern California. So what about um, nurses that are kind of in like more less affluent areas, let's say, uh, do you think that this model still has a place? I do, but only if they can take the call, take the time to figure out the need in that area um, by calling the doctor's offices. Um, the couple of nurses I've networked that live in areas that I'm not familiar with or like the South, um, I have, told them I think the care management piece would be a little bit more effective for them and not necessarily care management for the elderly, but actually managing, helping the doctors manage their care because right now everybody's wanting to stay home because of COVID and maybe they could create some sort of model that, you know, keeps patients on track with their medical care and can kind of act between as a liaison between the physician's office and the, the patient or the client. Um, I think that would be a better practice because, you know, I'll be honest, yes, not every, I happen to live in an area where there is a lot of wealth, but I don't believe that that should hinder a nurse from coming up with a business model to be able to offer this service to people. Right, and I mean, the nice thing about running your own business is that you can also tailor the price to meet uh, the expectations um, or the demand in your marketplace. So if you can charge 250 or 300 bucks in LA, maybe it's, you know, 75 or $100 in East Jibit, Tennessee or something, or, you know, it's just some place where the affluency isn't, or the cost of living isn't nearly as, as high um, and the expectations aren't as high. But not of the nurses, I mean of uh, services. Sure, and that, or you can get creative and even use a licensed vocational nurse um, to be the person going out and doing some of that care, but you get to brand your company as it's owned by a registered nurse. There's so many different ways you can shift gears. Um, so do you have trouble recruiting nurses into your business? Um, do you have a big team? So, um, no, I don't have trouble recruiting, but one of the things that when we launched this company, I had two things in mind. Well, one, I wanted to provide excellent care, of course, to the client. I wanted to keep it um, tight. And by that, I mean, I know every single nurse on my team and I really aim to hire critical care nurses, not just because that's my background, but they don't typically uh, get overwhelmed easy. They can think quick. Um, they're not afraid to ask questions. So every person on my team, I know personally, um, I have vetted them. I've either worked alongside them or uh, they've been referred to me through a nurse I already have on my team who says, no, they are excellent and they know what they're doing. A big skill in concierge nursing uh, that I don't think is, you cannot teach. You have to know how to read the room. You can't walk in guns a blazing, you know, with every client. Sometimes you just got to walk in and be super calm because, you know, 
they're, they're either sick and not feeling well. Um, you're not dealing with the hospital, you know, alarms going off, you know, cafeteria workers coming in and dropping off your tray and you know you're in their own home and you need to be able to adjust to that setting and kind of almost know instinctually what to do aside from the procedure that you're performing or the care you're giving you also need to learn to just you know when you can joke you know when they're they need they're quiet um you know what's appropriate for the certain client that you're you're taking care of so that's super important to me to have a nurse that can also offer that yeah, and especially, you know, it's um, a whole nother ballgame when it's they're representing you and, um, you know, how the nurse acts and, and what the nurse does as a direct reflection of you. Uh, so that's that's going to be hard to <laughs> let go of it at some level and, and trust people to represent you. No, it is, it is extremely hard. Um, but, you know, then there's other things that I do for the client that I think makes a big difference. So, you know, like the six month case that we're on, we have a schedule March, we have the same team, actually, I was able to, to find nurses to be able to do that. But also a schedule done three weeks in advance. So the client knows exactly who's showing up at which time of the day. Um, and then we have a very streamlined billing system because she said, look, um, you know, they're just down here for the winter. She doesn't want to have to deal with the hassle. So we just have her on an automatic billing system. So really taking the thinking out of it for the client and they can just, it's already a hassle that they have to deal with, you know, an intrusion in their home three times a day for this procedure. So um, things like that, it's all in details to make them feel like you're really taking care of them. Um, okay. So where do you see this going in the next like oh my gosh two to five years and uh, what's kind of your big vision for your business my big vision for my business is um you know well when i started it it's going to be it's compassionate discreet and exclusive care for anyone who needs our services but i definitely plan on bringing in um caregivers um that's my next agenda because i do get calls asking if we do provide caregivers, which at this point we don't. Um, in full honesty, when I launched, I said to myself, we'll always stay a registered nursing only company. That was my vision, but I'm also learning in business. You will shift and it's actually a great thing. Um, I see a need for that in our community. Uh, people call me, like I said, for that, and I've had to send them on their way to somebody else. Um, and that's okay, but I started thinking, I wanna do that for us. So that's gonna be my next big goal in the next you know, four to six months. Um, and also branching into care management we have a huge need in our in our area for that and that's kind of my goal and uh, you know i want my team to grow i really feel like i would love to have an office space i do have an office out of my home which is fine because it's low overhead but i would like to have a place where i have a team and we all kind of work from there so awesome all right well do you want to let people know where they can find you and learn more about your business and uh, what you're doing Sure. Um, my website is partofgoldnurses.com and um, we are in Palm Springs, California. We serve all of the Palm Springs area at this point and we are available 24-7 for any need and any care that a registered nurse can provide in the home or clinic. Awesome. Thanks so much, Jenny. Thank you.